Welcome to Game Changers Podcast and Five Minutes of Fury. It's great to be back with you. And let's just jump right into the action for the last couple weeks in the NBA. It's the final week of the regular season, and the Phoenix Suns have clinched the number one seed in the Western Conference and overall in the NBA, led by Devin Booker and Chris Paul. The Suns failed in the finals last year. They're going to try to avenge that loss this year. So exciting stuff from the Southwestern Deserts. The Memphis Grizzlies have been rolling with or without Ja. They're actually 20-2 and two without Ja Morant this year, which would be a better winning percentage than the 96 Bulls and the 2016 Golden State Warriors. Obviously a smaller sample size, but the Grizzlies, a very good team with or without their star guard. In the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat currently have the lead over the Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, and Philadelphia 76ers, all of which are on their heels and all are true contenders in the Eastern Conference. The Celtics have been surging lately. Philadelphia obviously got that big blockbuster trade to get James Harden at the All-Star break, and Milwaukee the defending champs. So exciting stuff in the Eastern Conference. Another team in the Eastern Conference that is a true contender, even though they're currently 10th, is the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets... Um, as I mentioned, in 10th, which would mean they need two wins in the play-in, first against the 9 and then against the loser of the 7-8 just to get into the playoffs. And to add even more craziness, that would be a non-reward for the number one seed to play Brooklyn in a seven-game series. Um, but again, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, a star-studded squad that could really upset someone in that first round. In the Western Conference, the Lakers and LeBron James are currently the 11. They're outside looking in. They're overcooked toast because there's no way to fix them. They're done. They're two games back with four games to play, and they're going to need a miracle to get into the playoffs. So that's your playoff picture at the moment. A little more drama going on as well, but we'll keep you updated in the next few weeks. In terms of the MVP picture, currently defending MVP champion Nikola Jokic has the lead. He's the front runner over Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo. The latter two are actually trailing LeBron James for the scoring title as well. That's a heated race down the stretch. Um, LeBron James, 37 years old, will be the oldest scoring title champion in the history of the league. The next oldest, Michael Jordan and Steph Curry, two players, pretty good in their own rights, who are both 33. So LeBron, he's aging like fine wine, and his team might not be successful this year, but his scoring output is historic. In soccer news, the World Cup draw was announced last Friday. Team USA, after qualifying third in the CONCACAF, is paired with England, the Islamic Republic of Iran, and the European qualifier, whether that's Wales, Ukraine, and Scotland. It's Ukraine versus Scotland in a play-in to play Wales in the winner of that gets into the World Cup. It's a draw the U.S. should be able to advance in, but we'll see Qatar 2022 coming in November. Um, the anticipation the wait is over for the U.S. who did not qualify for the last World Cup. In European football, the UEFA Champions League quarterfinals begins this week as Liverpool plays against Portuguese Benfica. Manchester City will match up against Atletico Madrid. Atletico knocked off Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo in the last round and will look to take down another Manchester 
team in as many rounds. Villarreal, the Europa champions of last year, matchup against Bayern Munich, and Chelsea will play against Karim Benzema and Real Madrid. As again, European football takes center stage. Also, some other headlines in football include a very tight race at the top of the English Premier League as Manchester City sits just one point ahead of Liverpool, and a game between the two coming up will be exciting and may be the difference maker in the championship race. Also, under Xavi, the Barcelona Football Club has really turned their page, beating uh, Sevilla the other day. They are now in second place in La Liga in a Europa League quarterfinals. They have the longest unbeaten streak in European football at this moment. From the pitch to the links, the World Golf Championship Dell Technologies match play brought a head-to-head -head March Madness-esque tourney to golf, and boy was it exciting yet again from Austin. After world number one John Rahm lost in the round of 16 to Brooks Kepka, it opened the door for Scotty Scheffler to secure world number one. He needed to win the tournament, and that's just what he did with Sunday wins over Dustin Johnson and Kevin Kisner in the finals. He now has three wins in his last five starts and is number one in the world as he heads into the first major of the year at the Masters. Scheffler's stock is through the roof. And from Austin to San Antonio at the Texas Valero Open this past weekend, J.J. Spawn won for the first time on the PGA Tour. He's the first player since Tiger Woods in 2008 at the U.S. Open to win after double bogeying the first hole on Sunday. Spawn booked a trip to Augusta National. And speaking of Augusta, it's Masters Week. And Tiger Woods was on the grounds. Still a game-time decision, according to him. But he looks ready. And according to Billy Horschel, he has the speed. He has um, everything back. So it would be an epic return for Tiger Woods. But either way, it will be an exciting weekend to unfold on Amen Corner. And at Kyle Hespler... Uh, the Masters pool, there's four pots of players. You pick one from the top favorites, one from that second pot, and then two from pots three and four. It's a $5 entry, um, again, to win at Augusta, a tradition unlike any other. It's no green jacket, but it is some cash. Tennis world move over. There's a new star in town, Carlos Alcaraz, 18-year-old Spaniard, was the Miami Open champion becoming the youngest ever to win the event. And the French Open, the second major of the year, is on soon. So there may have a new Spanish headline from Roland Garros. The world of tennis should be in an exciting new spot as we transition away from the greatest three to ever play, Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, and Rafael Nadal. In the NHL, still a few weeks to go in the regular season. The Colorado Avalanche lead the league with 104 points on 69 games. And the Florida Panthers, the first team to clinch their playoff spot, they have 102 points to lead the Eastern Conference. There's also a tight race for the Western Conference wild card spots as Nashville and Vegas are just one point up on Dallas, again with about 12 games to play in the season. In terms of individual stats, Edmonton's Connor McDavid leaves the league in points, while Maple Leafs' Austin Matthews pacing the league with 51 goals. Will Toronto finally end their Stanley Cup drought after 53 seasons, the longest in the NHL? Can Tampa Bay win back-to-back-to-back? -to -back -to -back? 
a lot of headlines coming up, and we'll give you some more in-depth analysis of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs in the next couple weeks. From the ice to the hard court, yesterday, the South Carolina Gamecocks dominated the Yukon Huskies to win their second national championship in school history. Alaya Boston was the Final Four MVP, while Destiny Henderson scored a career-high 26 points. She's the first player since 2000 when the stats were tracked that a player had their f- career high in points in the national championship. So pretty impressive stuff from Destiny Henderson. It was heartbreak last year. It was a COVID um, stoppage the year before, but it was redemption as South Carolina fulfilled their destiny. And from the Big Easy, New Orleans, two exciting Final Four games led to the national championship, which is tonight. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, the Kansas Jayhawks, led by McCormick, the big man who followed in the footsteps of two legendary big men from Kansas, Joel Embiid and Wilt Chamberlain, manhandled Nova. He combined with a prolific shooting night from the three-point arc by Kansas to overmatch the Wildcats, the Jayhawks, are flying high into the championship game. And then the second game, the night capper, was the Duke Blue Devils against the North Carolina Tar Heels. There's not much to say. It's one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports. And boy, did it not disappoint yet again. Again, give you a little bit of the history of Coach K against UNC. This would be this was his 100th matchup. He was up 50-49 to 49 in the first 99 games. But it was Tar Heel time as North Carolina knocked off Duke. It was their last chance to dance. And Baycott dominated in the boards and the guards. R.J. Davis and Caleb Love. Show some love. And wow, unbelievable by them too. Clutch shots when they needed to. And they punched their ticket to the national championship game 81-77. One last game now, one last shining moment. Is it Kansas or is it North Carolina for the national championship game? That'll do it for Game Changers Podcast in the five minutes of fury. It was great talking to you today, giving you the last couple of weeks in sports. And again, visit us on Instagram at game underscore changers underscore podcast. This is Jack Fury signing off.